Welcome to a Healthy Push Podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. So let's talk about a question that you might be asking yourself. And maybe this is a question that you've actually asked yourself a lot. I know this is a question that I used to ask myself all the time when I was working to recover. And it's actually one of the questions that I get asked the most, but in different ways from potential clients and students and especially people who are looking to join my program, Panic to Peace. So I want to start off by telling you a little story. And you might be like, Shannon, I don't see how this story ties into the topic, but I promise you it does. So just stick with me. So a couple of podcast episodes ago, I think it was episode 72, in it I shared some of my story. And I shared that despite the everyday panic attacks and endless symptoms and fears, I still managed to leave the house and I went to work every day and I went to stores and I hung out with friends and I did all these things. And I think some people definitely don't know that part of my journey. I think some people hear agoraphobia and they just assume that I didn't leave the house. And I just want to quickly clarify what agoraphobia is because I think lots of people have misconceptions about what it is, but the biggest misconception is you have it and it means you just don't leave the house. But really what agoraphobia is, is that you're afraid to experience panic and to be stuck and to maybe be embarrassed and to have something happen that you really feel like you can't handle and so you feel helpless. And so because you experience all this, you might alter where you go and what you do you might create and stick to safe zones and you know for me I did do lots of that and I had sort of these safety zones outside of my home but for some people they create the safe zone in being their home and so this is where you can be housebound so that's where that term comes from but just because you struggle with agoraphobia doesn't automatically mean you're housebound Okay, now back to the story. So I don't think she knew that I wasn't housebound. And so she was a little bit surprised and taken aback. And so she reached out to me and she said, so you never suffered with full agoraphobia. And then she went on to say that she was happy for me, that I was still able to leave the house and do the things and sad for herself because she isn't. And I read these words and of course I instantly felt hurt. Like I was surprised, I felt hurt, I felt a little bit angry and this isn't the first time that I've heard these things and although I knew that this person didn't have any ill intentions whatsoever, I couldn't help how I felt. I felt really upset because what I went through for years and years was so incredibly hard. Like what I was experiencing and making the choice to leave my house and to force myself to do the things every day was so freaking hard. And to feel like somebody was minimizing what I went through honestly just felt hurtful. But I knew and recognized why she said what she did. And it's because what she's currently going through is so incredibly hard. And when we're the ones going through the struggles and the pain, 
it feels like we have it the worst. And it is the worst because we're the ones living it. And I think it's so easy to compare our struggles to others and to tell ourselves stories like, I'm just different. What I'm going through is worse. See, recovery isn't possible for me. I've been struggling for so long. I'm just too far gone. This is just what the rest of my life is going to look like. And this is actually where our conversation ended up. She expressed that she's been interested in taking my program, Panic to Peace, but she expressed to me that she doesn't know if it'll, quote, work because she sees herself as being in a worse off spot than I was. Like she really is seeing her struggles as being the worst. Like, and then having the comparison of what I went through and she was like, well, you could leave the house and I can't even leave the house. You know, she was really convincing herself, like I am worse off. I don't think recovery is possible for me. And she's struggling with so much self-doubt and fear. And I wanted to share this story with you because I know so many people struggle with similar thoughts and people tell themselves similar stories. It's like literally welcome to almost everybody who signs up to work with me and who signs up for my program. Like they just don't believe that they can recover. They don't believe that my program is going to be the thing that works. And they're really stuck in the mindset of this is what the rest of my life is going to look like. So I want to talk through all these things because a lot of this is fear and I really want to work through this fear with you and I want to work through these stories and I really want to help give you some clarity and a healthy push and some hope and I just want you to start letting recovery be a possibility for you. So if you're not contemplating whether or not to take panic to peace and for you this conversation is more geared to the tools or therapy or maybe to another program, I want you to use those things while I'm talking and really think of how you can start approaching things differently. So the first thing that I really want you to recognize and it's important is I think we are so quick to throw ourselves into this bucket of beyond fixing. Like, I am just so different. I'm over here. There is nothing that can possibly help me. I've tried it all. I've done it all. Nothing has worked. But I really want to remind you, you are not recovering to fix you. You are not the problem. There is nothing wrong with you. You're recovering to fix your relationship with anxiety And if you're approaching recovery in an effort to fix yourself because you're convinced there's something wrong with you or you're broken or any of that, you're you're doing it wrong. Like you are only in this to fix and create a healthy relationship with anxiety. And yes, I also want you to create a healthy relationship with yourself, but it's the same. We are not fixing you. We are just teaching you how to support yourself in healthier ways. So if you're thinking that you need the tools or you need a program or you need a coach or a therapist or any of the things to fix you, please change this story. This is so far from the truth. This is not the actual work that you're doing. You are working to fix your relationship with anxiety, which is something that is totally possible and something that you are totally capable of doing. So the next thing that I want you to recognize is that these stories that you've created and the stories that you continue to write and to tell yourself and believe are coming from a place of fear. 
Like you are afraid that you can't heal your relationship with anxiety and that you can't live the life that you want and deserve to live. And I don't want you to continue to place this limitation on yourself and of your life because I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to honestly like think of this and I know this is going to sound really silly, but why can't you recover? And yes, I'm serious. Like ask yourself, why can't I recover? And it's not just answering that with, well, because I've been struggling for so long. I'm just too far gone. This is just who I've always been and this is just what my life is going to always look like. No, that stuff is fear. And we are not going to let fear hold you back from recovering. You are not an exception. You are not too far gone. I don't care how long you've been struggling or how badly you're struggling. You are capable of recovering. So this story, these stories that you're telling yourself, right? You're probably a little bit comfortable with it. Like I grew up with a mom who was super supportive. She is the most supportive still to this day, right? She's always going to be my biggest and best cheerleader. And I saw her as an example growing up. Like she told me that she struggled with panic disorder and agoraphobia, but I still did not believe that I was capable of overcoming it, even though I had an example in front of me. Like my mom faced it and she overcame it and she has had no struggles with panic and agoraphobia since she was much younger, but I still didn't believe it because I was continuing to tell myself all these stories. I was continuing to not allow recovery to be a possibility for me. Like I was letting fear just take all the reins. I was letting it have all the control and I was just paralyzed by it. And it's really hard, right? Because this fear is so big, but you have to start chipping away at it. You have to start letting yourself face it and you have to choose over and over again to let recovery be a possibility for you. And I also know how silly and ridiculous this might sound, but I think we always go along with those worst case scenario stories, right? Like the awful stories, but it's like, what if you just stopped to ask yourself, what if it's not true? What if this is not what the rest of my life has to look like? What if there's actually amazing possibilities in my future? What if I am capable of fill in the blank? Whatever it is that you're working so hard that is so important to you. What if you are capable of getting to that place of experiencing more peace, joy, freedom, adventure? Like you have to give yourself the option to let that happen. And it's making a very conscious, very mindful choice consistently over and over again. Even though I don't believe, even though I can't see it, even though I don't feel it, I'm going to let it be a possibility for me. Okay, so the next thing that I want you to recognize is, is that it's not my program that you're questioning or therapy or the tools or a coach. It's not any of that stuff. It's yourself that you're questioning. And it makes sense because when you're struggling with anxiety and panic and you have been for a long time, you question yourself all the time. This is something that you're very used to doing. And you don't have a whole lot of self-trust in yourself. And you probably have been telling yourself a lot of these stories, right, for a long time. So it's like kind of you have no option other than to believe it because these are the things that you continue to tell yourself. And you really don't have a trust in yourself, and you're really scared because you don't think that you have what it takes to recover. 
But I want you to hear this. This is also fear mixed with a lot of self-doubt, right? And you know what I say to this? To hack with fear and self-doubt. You have to go at these things. You have to give yourself the opportunity to see just how capable you are, all while not feeling so sure of yourself. Like the students and clients of mine that have had the most success and have claimed that recovery title are the ones who took a bet on themselves and kept betting on themselves. And it wasn't a risky one, but it was instead a really smart investment. Like these are the students and clients who show up week after week, who put in the work, who take the uncomfortable action, who do the things without really fully believing in themselves, without being able to see that the recovery is attainable, without being able to see all the steps that they're going to have to take, without really trusting the process, but just giving it up, like having blind faith, like I am just going to keep taking the action and keep working toward what's important to me because I'm going to let it be a possibility. And I can tell you, so many people who sign up for my program tell me after, right? Shannon, I truly didn't believe that I could do it. I didn't believe that this would quote work, but now I see. Now I actually trust myself. I have the trust back within myself, within my body. Like I can see just how capable I am. And it's because they took all these little healthy steps to get there while not really being able to see the whole picture, right? So I just want you to hear, you have what it takes to recover. You just got to bet on yourself and actually let yourself see just how capable you are. All right, now let's talk about this last one. You might even be scared to succeed. Like you might be scared that the program or therapy or whatever it is might actually help you to heal and live the life that you want and deserve to live. And this is probably because you've grown a little bit comfortable with the discomfort. Like I can tell you, as much as I wanted to recover, there was also a huge part of me that was scared to recover. Like I would think, what will my life look like? If it's not filled with anxiety, what will I do? Like what will I actually have to do to fulfill all the dreams that I've been thinking about for years? Like what is it all actually going to look like? And taking those steps toward that uncertainty of like this could actually work, I could actually do this, like oh that's scary. And the steps to get there obviously are scary and it's really hard to push yourself to take those steps. But I want to let you in on something. Recovery is hard because you're either staying in your comfort zone, like you're staying in that uncomfortable fear, or you're pushing yourself outside of it. And you really got to remember to choose the hard that will lead you to where you want to go, not the hard that you're currently in that's going to keep you stuck in this cycle of anxiety and fear. So I know you might be scared of taking the steps because you're like, I don't want to feel anymore. I don't want it to get harder. I don't want to feel more uncomfortable. But like, isn't what you're currently in, isn't what you're currently facing really hard and really uncomfortable? Yes, and you deserve for it to look differently. You deserve for your life to look differently. And I want you to take those steps. I want you to bet on yourself and actually let yourself take action that's hard and uncomfortable, but is actually leading you to amazing things. And you know, I just want to call out that back when I was struggling, it was never 
easy for me to leave the house and go to work and stores and go out with friends and all the things. But I chose to do it because I knew that me staying at home and feeling super anxious or panicking there would look no differently than me being out and panicking. Like, yes, it would be a little bit more uncomfortable, maybe a little bit more scary. But like if I was going to feel anxious and I was going to panic, I might as well be doing it while actually living my life. And, you know, if I stayed home, I honestly was so scared of that becoming my reality because I knew that I would feel even more trapped. And I wasn't willing to do that. Like I did not want that. And I would take any action to make sure that that didn't happen. And so I kept pushing. And I'm not saying that I did it all in the healthiest way or the right way because I know that I definitely could have done things in a healthier way at some points. But I used the fear I was feeling to help push me, to help motivate me, to keep facing anxiety and to keep facing doing the hard things and to keep living my life while not letting anxiety and fear make those decisions for me. So if you're currently telling yourself any of those stories, like I'm just different, I've been struggling for so long, recovery is impossible for me, I want you to face the fear and let recovery be a possibility for you. I want you to let go of the limitations that you're putting on yourself and I want you to let recovery be a possibility for you. I want you to face the self-doubt and be courageous and let recovery be a possibility. I want you to choose a discomfort that will actually lead you to peace, joy, freedom, and adventure. And I want you to find a program or a coach or a therapist and I want you to stick with it. Like somebody who you know that you can connect with, somebody you know you can learn from, somebody that you just feel called to and I want you to just stick with it. I want you to take the healthy steps, put in the effort, take the actions and you are going to see that you are capable of recovering. So do not let fear convince you otherwise. I really want you to bet on yourself and I promise you, if you bet on yourself, you will not regret it. Like all of the students who have been through my program, they chose to bet on themselves and some of them have struggled in similar ways that I did, but I've had lots of people in my program who have also been housebound, who struggle with monophobia and a lot of my students have had so much success in taking my program even the ones who saw themselves as being the worst, like being the ones who just are always going to be, you know, quote, anxious people, the ones who are never going to come out the other side of this. And they have because they bet on themselves and they chose to keep making those hard, uncomfortable choices to face anxiety, to face fear, to really fix their relationship with anxiety and with themselves. And I just want you to know you're going to be hearing from lots more of my students on the podcast soon. And I cannot wait for you to hear these conversations. They are going to be so good and so helpful. And in the meantime, I want you to check out their testimonials. I want you to see what it felt like for them to take the leap and how they felt like going through the process and how it was helpful for them. Because I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and hopeful and I want you to recognize that you are no different than them. You are no different than me. I am no more special than you are and my students are no more special than you are. We just chose to keep taking uncomfortable action and healthy action and to continue to choose to heal no matter how hard things got. And if you know of somebody who has also been asking themselves this question of 
what if I'm just different and recovery isn't possible for me? I want you to share this episode with them. And if you haven't already taken a minute, I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review my podcast. It means so much to me and it's what helps me to reach more people who need the support. So until next time, my friend, let recovery be a possibility for you and keep taking healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.